What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Roski, the longest running episodic program here on YouTube. We are back in the building. Um, For some reason, my stream did not get picked up by StreamYard over on the Notorious CGA channel. I don't see what's going on over there. Is it live? I don't see the replay going on. Sound, it looks like it didn't go on over there. It missed it. I don't know what happened. So uh, Monday Night Rosky is back in the building. We better, we better, we better get it right. All right, today's show, we're going to talk about the epidemic of the epidemic of male jealousy. We'll end men's issues before anything else will. How to recognize it, we're going to give you an educational program here, an entertainment program here. There's no hate. There's no shade on my side. Um... And uh, what we're going to do is just talk about it. And just so I can have this up on my platform, just so you know, I've been talking about this for quite a long time. It's what's going on. We aren't live over there. That's interesting. It looks like, let me see something here. It says I'm live, but um, they didn't let it go through. They was like, nope. Uh, let's see here. I don't know, man, if I can change the settings of what's going on over there. So um, obviously you won't have the ability to super chat if it wasn't picked up, if it wasn't picked up. Says it's uh, viewers. Yeah, it uh, looks like it wasn't picked up over there. So I don't know what's going on. But um, anyway, we are in here to break it down. Dan, 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 dan. The DX style, break it down. Uh, uh, let's see here. Oh, oh, also to contribute to today's show, Dollar Sign CGA Live on the Cash App. Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo and PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. Do me a favor, hit the like button. We won't be here long because uh, we got to catch up with the Chicago Bears versus the New England Patriots. <laughs> I know I'm talking that ish because we won this weekend, but really, is that a game? That was a good game in like 1985. <laughs> that was a good game in 1985. Like the, the Super Bowl 20 with the William Refrigerator Perry, you know, that's a trash mashup matchup. The Bears and the Patriots. Holy moly. <laughs> I can't wait to show up. I can't wait to go see that game. Hey, man, we're going to rush off the stream so we can see that game. That was a game in like 1985 with Walter Payton and Jim Grogan, Jeff Grogan, whatever the hell the damn quarterback was for the Patriots. <laughs> Raymond Barry or something. The Bears. All right. Anyway, man, Patriots are going to win tonight. Do they have that quarterback? <laughs> Do they have that quarterback? Shout out to Chief Drum Hacks that's just finished listening to this morning's podcast and coach. You were on fire. Keep your foot on their necks. And that's what we're going to do today. Uh, let's see here. We're going to do that today. We're going to let it be known. We're going to put it right there. Pay, uh, that's the PayPal link right there if you still got it. Mike Dick uh, the Bears and that Buddy Ryan 446 defense. That's what it sounds like today. This is a rematch of Super Bowl 20. All right. Yeah, Jim McMahon type of shit. All right. Shout out to him. Hey, let's catch up on some cash apps and get into the show. I won't let y'all hang too long. We got to go catch up with the show. We don't even have baseball tonight. Delta Fox says, uh, what do you think of the Hoochie Daddy shorts? I don't know what that is. Let me see. Hold on for a second. Hoochie Daddy. Delta Fox says, what do I think about the Hoochie Daddy shorts? Oh, okay. These are short shorts. We wear short shorts. You're going to have to have your legs shaving and all that if you're hairy. Uh, maybe I'm not sure. These are tight, man. I, you know, this is where the culture's going. We should have known when they went to the tight spandex jeans. We should have known something was up. 
they got rid of the boot cut jeans. Now everything's Tim, you know, uh, now everything's tapered down around your ankles and sh- you know, it is what it is. Then the shorts, I noticed this a couple years ago when I was watching the college basketball game. I was far away from the TV. My eyes aren't that good, but I'm watching the game. I couldn't tell if it was a women's basketball game or a men's basketball game. I was sitting there like, is that the women? I had to go up to the TV because every dude had dreadlocks. And I'm not I'm not dissing dreadlocks, but what happened was every dude had long hair. They either had like the spider web hairdo where they have it faded here and it looks like a spider web, the brothers, or they had like a a lot of hair, but they would put it in a tie, hair tie. They would put it in a hair tie. So from far away, and then their shorts were short. They're, now guys are rolling up their shorts, like having baggy shorts. Like you look like the um, you like you like like uh the Steve Nash, Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady draft class, right? Like that's 1996 draft class. You don't want to look like them basketball shorts, like this short. So I'm watching from afar, and I'm looking like, is that the women's game? I see just hair and short shorts. I couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, the Fab Five shorts. I still wear Fab Five shorts. And you look like an old ass man. And just to let you know, I, I come from a generation where um, when I was a young boy, when I was a young boy um, in the in the late 70s and the mid 80s, the late 70s to the mid 80s, bell bottoms were still available. Like you could buy bell bottoms. But if you wore bell bottoms, you look like you were still you haven't caught up to the times, right? Because the young generation of people in the mid eighties, they weren't rocking bell bottoms, but you can still get a polyester suit in the bell bottom suit. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Watch the movie, watch the movie, the breakfast club, <laughs> watch the movie, the breakfast club. If you watch the movie, the breakfast club, the principal in there, the one he was, that movie came out in what? 85, 86, 87, maybe. But the principal in there, he was rocking a polyester pants and bell bottoms with the little butterfly collar. Uh, shit. <laughs> And so he was seen as outdated. Again, when I was a youngster in mid 80s, you could older people still rock bell bottoms, but you were slightly out of season. You know what I mean? You was just you just wasn't catching up. You know what I mean? It was going from bell bottoms to boot cut, but you could still rock your bell bottoms. (laughs) Well, for us, for the young heads. Taper pants. Sweatsuits, you know, sweatsuits. Tight ass wetsuits, you can still rock them. You can still rock them. I'm sorry, no, that's what they're rocking now. But you can still kind of rock, rock your Steve Nash, Kobe Bryant ass, uh, Fab Five shorts to the gym. You can you can rock your Fab Five shorts to the gym. Now, when you walk in there, they gonna tear your ass up. They gonna rip you to shreds. <laughs> they gonna be like, who is this dude with these long ass, baggy ass shorts all the way down to his knees? But you coming in there with the Tim Hardaway, you coming in there with the killer crossover, like, I'm about to get y'all, I'm about to get y'all, but you're going to look off. They're going to be like, Ninja, what you got on? What you looking like Isaiah Thomas out here? Not the 85 Isaiah Thomas. You looking like the IT3 Isaiah Thomas (laughs) with them big ass shorts on. So that's the idea. What happens is you just fall out. You know, you're an older guy. You'd be like, oh, I got some shorts right here. And you just dig into your shorts right here and you throw them joints on. You go to the gym looking like Tracy McGrady, looking like old ass Vince Carter and shit. They like, yo, man, what the hell you got on, bro? Two big ass shorts, man. So 
what she's asking about the hoochie daddy shorts now shorts are shorter okay and i think what bodybuilder there was a bodybuilder that used to say i think it was arnold schwarzenegger arnold schwarzenegger used to wear short shorts so that um he can actually remember to work on his legs right he want to work on his legs so he was insecure about his legs so it forced him to work on his legs to wear short shorts so i get that and now we emphasize squats don't miss leg day so if you are wearing shorter shorts in the style of shorter shorts, but your legs looking like chicken legs, yeah, you're going to be exposed really quick. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I don't know about the tight booty shorts for men, though. I'm going to pass on that. I'll pass on that. Where are we at? Was that the cash app? Shout out to Delta Fox. I still going to rock. <laughs> I'm still going to rock my fat five. All right, where are we at? Uh, Grinlock says six foot two, 255 pounds or 250 pounds, 14% body fat with a pretty girl. Get mean mugged. Yes. Oh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about kind of if you fit in that mold, you have a pretty girlfriend. Dudes will try to challenge you. We're going to talk about male jealousy here. Dudes will start to try to stick your nose in there. And having a pretty girl is not easy. Having a girl that everybody likes, dude, man, you guys think you want a pretty girlfriend until you get a pretty girlfriend. Then you like, damn, it's a constant stressor every time you walk outside. You got to be confident in with yourself. You know, there's a lot of insecure men with pretty girlfriends. It's not a good look. It's not going to be good for you. You need ugly girls. If you're an insecure man, you need an ugly girlfriend. <laughs> anyway, if you're insecure, go get you a gordita. All right, where are we at here? So shout out to Grinlock. That male jealousy is a real thing. Lower Moore says, so here we are. Male jealousy, coach gang for life. Yes, we're here. <laughs> and that's according. And you wanted me to cover that show. So yeah, we got it. We got it. Uh, where are we at here? This is, uh, oh, this is from our boy, um, Macaroni Tony. Jason admitted he was an alcoholic, which led to his demise on that night. He rebuilt himself in his brand, created his own rehabilitation clinic, it has been very successful for decades. Sad to see his seedlings hating on him. I wonder if they wrote, uh, if they write nasty letters about their mom. No, nope, no, because they have a codependent relationship. One of the things that will be the demise of a lot of people, including ourselves, is a codependent relationship between fathers, uh, sorry, between mothers and their children, especially when there's broken homes. Now, when I talk about these situations, I understand that there are some people who don't have broken homes. I Congratulations. I don't know why you're here. Like, there's some people who have successful marriages. Fantastic. I'm not saying that you can't. And I'm not saying that you don't have one. Fantastic. But I'm talking about the people that have grown up. And if you have a broken home or a baby mama drama type situation, or your daddy was a deadbeat or a combination of the two, what tends to happen is the mothers are going to use the children um, once that woman's in her 40s. Uh, because she's not getting married again, right? It's going to be difficult for her to date. It's been difficult for her to date for a few years while these kids were teens. Your kids are going to become teens. And then as a means to kind of stretch out the parentage, the parentage, she will cling on to the children because this is the this is it for her. This is it. This is it. It's it for her because once those teenagers fly the coop or those late teenagers going into young adult, it's over for that mom, that woman. It's over for her. She has nothing else to look forward to unless she is going to take her a while to get up out of that hole. Sometimes in, in order for not them to not let them kids go, she keeps those kids. And then they get to wallow in each other's self-pity, dissing the dad who done moved on with life. 
He's like, man, what the hell? Y'all still on this? Have you ever had that? Have you ever seen that? Where the dad's like, bruh, y'all still on this shit? We, I done been around the world and I, yeah, yeah. I can't find my baby. Dad's like, y'all still on some bullshit? Well, I'm over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, y'all can be over here. Y'all, y'all can stay broke, but I got dope to sell. Somebody says, yes, coach, I deal with it every day. Y'all like, y'all still on here. And there was that time. You'd be like, they'd be sitting over there like this. And there was that time. Writing long ass letters and poems. And she'd be like, man, shit. Damn, daddy. <laughs> sad sad situation shout out to you he says you're on fire with that i can create another one in reference to your seedlings that's this is how exactly how 50 cent did he had a blazing son with an ig model their arrangement must be ironclad because she never complains like the ku klux keisha okay mm. and um actually when 50 cents is putting 50 cents i always call him 50 cents 50 Cent has been putting his new son out on Instagram. And everybody's saying, oh, he's just doing that to whatever the boy's name, Marcus, to make him jealous. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, boy, you can't win, brother. You can't, win. you can't win. Why can't he just be a good dad? Why can't he just be a good dad? Well, he should be being a good dad. He's like, no. Mm. I've been around the world and not yai yai. I've been there, done that. Been there, done that. He's like, I ain't trying to rehab. Guys have to understand, we're not trying to rehab long-ass people's problems, man. You want to go to therapy, go to therapy. You want to you want to go wallow in yourself, Billy. You want to have a pity potty or two. You guys want to be codependent and, and talk about things that, small things that affected you to make an excuse about your life. People be like, go ahead. Um, I ain't going back there. It's sad. Sad, sad, sad thing here. We got A.D. Austin. He says, no shade to tall ninjas, but to have so many options, I'm sure. I sure see them with a lot of busted Pillsbury biscuit cans for marriage and otherwise long-term relationships. There's a balance there that we have to understand. But um, many times you might see a, two, a dude with a woman that's a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. She might not have been that way when he got her. But there's also a lot of tall dudes that have low self-esteem as well. And that's the thing that short kings don't understand about tall dudes is that not a lot, you know, um, kind of when you have, again, when you have a deficiency, you work on overcoming it. But if you don't have that deficiency, you tend to not work on other things. You don't you don't rely on it. Right. Let me give you an example like game or um, talk, like the ability to talk, self-defense and all these things. Right. Because you're bigger. You're like, well, I'll just knock somebody out. Why do I have to talk through it? Why do I have to, you know, like, why do I have to run game? I am game, you know? Mm. So a lot of times they get to, you know, they don't get exposed until later. They don't get exposed until later. Like, for instance, a guy might be the tallest guy, right? And short kings are like, I wish I was that tall. Male jealousy. And that tall guy who can run a basketball, run, <laughs> he can run a football across the goal line and can dug a basketball. Well, he's like, I don't have to learn how to, Deal with women, I get women in easily. And then later on, he'll get exposed by not being able to deal with women. This is just not, this is, this is not the typical, but it's just an example. Or he's like, why do I need to learn how to talk very well, right? Short guys, rappers in particularly, they're the ones that got to do all that rah-rah. They turn into good rhymers all of a sudden. 
you know, somebody that's really skinny uh, or short, they turn into good rhymers and they be rapping all that thunder and lightning. I'll do this and I'll do that and I'll do this and you better not come around here and I'll do all that, right? That's, that's an example of I better find a creative outlet to vent my frustration and then also tell you how good I am at life, right? Comedians, comedians are another example. They're either fat, short, you know what I mean? There's always extra crispy black, goofy white dudes. Like they got to find a way to figure out how to maneuver around that shit because they have deficiency. Well, somebody that's tall and unattractive, they be stumbling around their words. Ah, ba da ba da ba da They don't have to develop nothing until it's too late. So we have to know that about <laughs> short kings and people with deficiencies. Fat dudes, balding dudes, early, early male pattern baldness. We tend to have to develop some skill. And taller guys tend to not. This is tend to. And this is what happens. They get exposed at some particular point. And sometimes it works against them. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> anyway anyway but this is just this is just yeah you know shout out to thomas cripps shout out to you cuz he says keep up the good work so i can focus on my career so i can focus on my career shout out to everybody working the night shift right now listening to this stream we're already 20 minutes in uh and then we'll get to the show Did it, do we have super chats they not even streaming on the notorious channel they got me no government name says i just saw a video uh, of your YouTuber hater confirming he tried to get you kicked out of Donovan Sharp speaker panel, which I talked to about, and I think people got around to it, and he had to admit it. He was deep in his jealousy and feminine energy. It sounded like a script from the movie Mean Girls, where he said if CGA is going to hang with the nerds, he cannot hang with us cool kids. He spent over 11 minutes trying to explain his beef with you, but like Hafiz, could not articulate one truthful, again, we're going to talk about that, or cognate, uh, cognitive, I think it's cogent region, a uh, reason why your content is objectionable. Yep. Tell them to put some respect on your name and give them the buzzer. Yeah, these are the type of things that we're going to talk about. So if these things happen to you, see, I'm not worried about it for me, but you guys are seeing it in real time and you're seeing everything that I said was true. Now I'm going to show you how to recognize it in your life. Okay. So I'm not worried about it on my side, but I want to show you, especially when it comes to this sphere, where that comes from. We're going to talk about the difference between criticism, hate, and straight-up male jealousy. We got a couple more. Let me do Super Chat. Shout-out to Rolo Panties Hair Weave. Coach, you proudly displayed your milk dud. He Wait, Coach proudly displayed his milk dud head and would never hide it behind a Pantene hair weave. Shout-out to you, Frida Hair Weave. Hulk Hogan style. All right. I'm not going to go into that, but yes, I got my balding ass head right here on here with a dent in my head from the headphones. Four years wearing headphones, I got a dent in my head. This is ridiculous, all right? The things I do for the sphere. <laughs> Shit, I done put a dent from wearing, and these are the same headphones from four years ago, too. You see this? Right there. There's a dent right there in my head. Sad. <laughs> all right, what you going to do, brother? Where are you at? My milk dud is dented. I got a milk dud right here. My milk dud is dented. However, I got money. I'm broke. All right. Shout out to Albert Rester. Shout out to the biggest pause icon. Uh oh. Let's get it right here. The biggest icon in wrestling. 
the biggest icon in professional YouTube. He says, when you on top, there's always someone waiting to hit you in the back with the steel chair. Yes, indeed. Shout out to Seth Rollins in the building. Hey, let's get into it. We'll get into it. I'll come back to some of the chats. Uh, what do we got here? So um, sometimes what will tend to happen is uh, we had a big week. Coach gang, we had a big week. We had a crazy week. And the week consisted of, I was at the 21 convention. Shout out to ADJ who invites me and he does a really good job hosting me there. He gives me opportunity to speak. He doesn't decline my, he doesn't decline his, my invitation to speak based on my associations at all. We don't talk about that type of stuff there. He kind of puts on the event. He lets me do what I do. He introduces me. I go give my speech. It is what it is. And then we also had uh, the Afis interview uh, with SOS, which is crazy. And it went viral for a week. And it's been a great week because it allowed me to see or allowed other people to see me that might not have been exposed to me. And they saw me in a positive light. And that was great. Okay. That was great. And I've also been very critical of dating coaches, not anyone specifically, but that kind of that kind of mindset is kind of dying, right? Because people are really seeing what dating is really is. So a lot of people who are trying to sell you courses to be better with dating, it's kind of gone, right? Cold approaching and that type of thing, right? We talk about cold approaching as, as a strategy. Is it the best strategy? And sometimes, um, you know, I debunk these things. I debunk these things and some people could take it personal. I'm not trying to hit their wallets or anything. But I want men, people to recognize that, you know, it's kind of like wearing bell bottoms in the 80s. That's gone now. You ask for receipts, they produce none. So then they go into some sort of male jealousy. Because they can't debunk, because they can't debunk what I've debunked. They can't say, no, 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 this is wrong. This is why you should continue to do this. It's why you continue to run game, right? It kind of gets messed up because they can't produce the receipts. I said, well, produce the receipts. They can't do it. Remember, I've, I invited people last week. Come out to California. Come out to California. Uh, let's go run some game. All right. I've invited every dating coach. I've actually will pay your way. You got to have a platform. You got to be visible. You got to be well-known. I'll invite your ass out. Let's go run some game. All right. I know you can't do it. So that's why I invite you out there. But uh, just know I'm going to be recording you and I possess all of the film afterwards. The film. Yes, that's how old we are. So I, you're not going to be able to chop it up and edit it and all, man, and this, all of that. I'm going to catch your ass looking stupid. I'm going to catch your ass looking mad dumb. So that's how I've been challenging people on that. And I don't challenge them specifically. I challenge the men that typically get hurt or attacked when they say I'm going my own way or they say I'm free agent lifestyle or I'm going passport, right? They end up, the game guys end up throwing, you know, shit on these guys. And I come in and say, hey, man, let's just get real. <laughs> but here's the deal. Let's talk about this. These are the levels that men participate in, particularly if somebody puts their neck out, they put their neck out. And produce content like this. See, what I'm doing is I'm exposing myself. I'm pretty much almost always exposed. Unless I don't, there's certain parts of my life that I don't tell you about. There's certain parts of my life that I protect other people from. Because they didn't ask to be part of this show. So they might be used as a reference point. But their names, their location is not revealed. Because that protects them. And that protects me against lawsuit and so forth and so on. So I don't bring that part into my show. But I'm always exposing myself because if you look at if you look at me, this is my real name. It's my real face. It's my real hair. It's my real beard. It's my real. Everything's real when you show up here. Not only that, if I say I don't live with a single mother, if I say I don't do this, I don't do it. And I also don't encourage you to attack other people. 
right? I don't tell you to go uh, expose them or anything like that. We'll talk about exposing in a minute. But the first level of this, sticking my name out, my image, my likeness, and my pretty much my location, I reveal all of that. You see my car. Sometimes you've seen the license plate on my cars. I mean, there's nothing to hide. There, there's something to hide, but, you know, it is what it is. But the first level is admiration and support. Some people go, hey, I admire what you're doing. Or many people see me in public. I saw brothers at the bat, at the football game yesterday at the Raiders game. They was like, thank God you're doing this because I can't do it. Thank God you're saying this because I can't say it. So I get a lot of admiration. We get a lot of admiration and support via Super Chat, via comments, via likes and all of that stuff. Most people admire what we're doing. And some people silently watch and hate. We, we understand that. That's, that's normal. We'll get to them in a minute. But some people admire and support what you're doing. We really focus on those people here because we're trying to grow. And we're also trying to grow the men's space to a point where it gets legitimized. Okay, People always think we're going to be the change and we're not going to be the change. There's going to be a two or three generations that are going to be the change. As Tupac once said, we want to be the voice that sparks, that eventually is going to spark the movement that leads to the next president getting into office that listened to Tupac. He said something like that. I was paraphrasing. So people want us to be uh, lawyers. They want us to go into politics. Well, that's not it. We're going to spark the next mind that sparks the next mind that gets in and makes the change for men. We hope the next president sits in and goes, man, I listen to CGA. I listen to Kevin Samuels. I listen to Andrew Tate. And you know what? Instead of signing this, we might want to do this. Maybe they don't sign away our lives, especially if the economy crashes. So this is further down the line. I know this. Hopefully I'm alive by that particular point, but maybe a male jealous ind individual might want to take a brother out in various ways. So we appreciate the admiration and support. It's never fake. People do ratio the hell out of people that come after me. <laughs> they ratio the hell out of them, which I love because it is what it is. It's real in the field out here. I don't come on here to start beefs. I don't think it's actually productive. I don't really respond to people who create beefs nor give them a platform. I know people want to know, but I'm not here for that. I tried it once and it went well. I didn't get ratioed. Okay. And it actually led to me speaking at the 21 convention and then led to me speaking at the CME. So it did give me a little bit of legitimacy in the space. However, it wasn't the best thing. And I actually didn't engage in that type of stuff, like responding to people and debating people. It's not my style. I really want to focus on this. So I appreciate the admiration and support. We actually came together as a sphere or a space or a pill, whatever you guys want to say. I really appreciate that. But there are, there are those people, those thugs. There are all those thugs that do come on here and they complicate it for everybody. And you would think it would be women. You would think there would be raging pink-haired feminists in here just torturing us on a daily basis. They would be coming in here and they would be making it hard for the space. That's what you would believe, but it's not. It's normally legacy ninjas. <laughs> it's normally dudes, dating coaches. It's normally dudes to come in and slander. And so we go to the next level of this, which is what we call male jealousy. And it is criticism, which I am fine with criticism. I don't mind criticism at all. Like if you have something that you want to debate against the 100% undefeated marriage will against the law diminishing returns against the iceberg principle, against the free agent lifestyle, against the evolution, against anti-feminism. If there was something that you had to point to and it was like, CGA is dead wrong on this. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
you want to go in there and be like, CGA is absolutely wrong, and you wanted to cut a video, and you said, I'm going to take his book, The Free Agent Lifestyle, and dissect it. Fine. I'm going to take the marriage will, dissect it. Great. I'm going to take a, a portion of his video, a 10-minute video, and actually dissect what he's saying and say, this is reprehensible and despicable. Fine. That, that's fair game because that's essentially what I do. But that's criticism, and it's totally fine. If there was somebody that counter, they took a portion of my stream, like a long portion, not no 20 seconds right, or three minutes, three minutes, minutes of a member's chat, which they paid for. And then they used it. It was private and they made it public. See, that's what people do. That's kind of hating. We're going to talk about that. If there's something that you said and you say, he talks about the same thing, right? That's a criticism. I'm totally fine with that. Now, if you watch me in 2018 and 2019, I very much expanded what I talked about. It was very rigid, and now it's a little bit looser, way looser than it was in 2018 and 2019. Now there's a little bit more rules, and there's a little bit more open for interpretation because I recognize my audience grew, and it was less dudes that were MGTOW and Red Pill and more people that were a wide variety of men. So I had to open it up, and not only that, in 2020, we were doing double live streams because everybody was at home. So I said, I got to come up with content. I can't just be like, okay, no marriage, no long-term relationships, no cohabitation. I had to literally open it up. Not only that, I had to look for stories outside of that, which were celebrity news and some of these things. And I actually would always tie it back to the marriage will, to the principles. You see what I mean? That's a criticism, which is fair. So if you're like, I don't like the celebrity gossip. Well, come on, man. You got to give me a sign. I can't just make every show the same show. I can't just be like, don't get married. <laughs> right? Don't get married. I have to use people as an example. So that's a criticism. It's fair. I get it. You can disagree with the free agent lifestyle. Have a criticism. Absolutely fine. So people criticize you. It's fine. You might be able to learn from the criticism. You might be able to say, I'm open to listen to that. Maybe that's something that I'm willing to change. Or you can give them an idea if they're willing to listen. If people who criticize are willing to listen, they might understand why you do something like, oh, he is doing a lot of content. He is doing a lot of hours. Yes, he does need a little bit of flexibility in, in the content to be a little bit more broad in general, to open it up to men who are relationship oriented. He needs to entertain a little bit. He can't be all serious. Yeah, I'm willing to listen. I understand now, CGA. See, with criticism also comes with willingness to understand who you're criticizing. See, when you criticize someone, you can't just criticize and close your mind. You got to criticize and then ask questions. Well, why do you keep talking about, oh, I see. I'm willing to understand. I still disagree. That's fine. Okay. Some people might say he's biased because of his experience. And I do share my experiences, but I do share experiences of other people. So it's not just my experience, but yes, he might be biased. And of course, I'm biased. Hafiz says, everybody has their biases, right? And so I'm biased because I've had a certain experience. Is that a negative? Not necessarily, but it is my bias. I'm going to lean towards people who have failed marriages because a lot of people who have failed marriages can't really talk. And I talk for them. But they might say, talk about the people who have a happy marriage. Well, that doesn't fit into the program. Uh, he says, what about the people who have happy marriages? Well, those people aren't watching my show. 
So why would I spend a lot of time telling you about those happy marriage people? But I will say not a lot of people are as happily married as you would think. I do talk about that. So this is the thing. It's kind of like you're, you're trying to have a debate. Criticism does invite debate. So we had Hafiz being critical of our message. Was he hating? We're going to get to that in a minute. <laughs> We're going to get to that in a minute. So Hafiz was being critical of the message, and he kind of had a point, but he didn't really, he couldn't really curl. He, it's like uh, Luther Vandross, that curl couldn't curl just all the way, and he sounded like a moron. He couldn't really articulate his criticism and make it make sense for me to accept his criticism. It just was like, nah, you're missing it. So he was down bad, and his criticism turned into hate. Let's get to the next one right here, which you go to admiration and support. Then you have criticism, which is fair. That's not hating. But then it turns to hate and shade. Then it turns to hate and shade. Now, when you get to the hating point, okay, it's a passive-aggressive way to disagree and not be open to and willing to listen to the other side. So I am the other side. You're the hater. You're the criticizer. But the criticism never curls quite right. It, it goes to Hafiz levels, and you can never articulate what exactly it is that you're criticizing me about. <laughs> or you. What are you criticizing you about? What am I criticizing you about? I try to articulate it by either humor, stats, facts, evidence, knowledge, understanding, beliefs, all of that stuff. That's what I use to attack and criticize so that it doesn't appear like hate. Or I'll say, you produce something. You produce receipts. You show what you're saying is successful, and then maybe I can be open to um, open to changing my criticism. He, hey, hate and shade. This is what it looks like. <laughs> hate and shade. This is what it looks like. You're going to bring up, the timing of your hate is going to be critical. So if somebody's on the rise and all of a sudden people start to hate and throw shade, that right there is going to be big time hate. It's dangerous. Let me show you a story here. <laughs> Let me show you a story. Timing is critical in hate. Timing is critical in hate. So let me see. I'm going to pop this up right here. All right. Man shoots friend in the head for liking girls, his girlfriend's Instagram photo. The timing of that hate is critical. That's only male jealousy. That's hate because the friend clicked like on his girlfriend. He confronted him. He deleted him. Okay. He deleted him. So <laughs> that timing right there definitely lets you know that there was some hate and jealousy in the building. <laughs> so he decided to hate immediately. That right there is, is interesting. If somebody comes out to you and you've had a good week and everybody's singing your praises and all of a sudden you start hating on that individual, hmm, that's interesting timing. That's interesting timing. Why would you come out and start throwing shade then? Especially when you saw how well the individual's done. Are you trying to get attention on yourself? That's interesting. It's interesting. A hate also comes as a attack on you physically. What do you look like physically? I try to never use that except for Busted Pillsbury Biscuit Can and all these things, right? That's not really hate. That's just being truthful and describing. That's a description. But it's going to be an attack. Well, you're short. Well, you're bald. Well, you're black. Well, you ain't black enough. Or you're Uncle Tom or something like that. 
has nothing to really do with your message. It's not a criticism of who you are as an individual or your message. It's just a it's just a way to bring you down. So we have an attack on the physicality. That's an automatic L if someone uses that to hate. So watch that in yourself. Watch that in other men. Well, look at him. His head. Look at him. He got too much hair. Look at him. He's wearing a um. He's wearing a man bun. Look at him. He looks like this. Look at him. He got a pot belly. Look at him. Six pack abs are easy to get when you're skinny. All of these things are uh, when people use them, they automatically lost. They are not in the criticism category. They are in the hate category. And they're doing these things to obviously attack you. Now, the funny thing is many of these attacks are not new. It's literally like you've heard these attacks before. You're like, well, I've only I've never heard that I was short. <laughs> I've never heard that I was bald, been bald for like 25 years, been short for like 46 years. Like, is that all you have? It's when it's an obvious physical when it's an obvious physical attack. And it's something that you've been for all your life. You're like, bruh, you really know they got nothing. They got zero. They got nothing to come with. They dig in the bag. They like, let me get in here deep. Shit, I got nothing. He's bald. <laughs> like, wow. Like, I've only, only been bald for 25 years. Only been shaving my head down like that for a long time. Like, damn. So when person uses a physical attack, like attacks you physically, like they might say Kevin Samuels was sort of effeminate and they might say he was all the way gay, which is going to be the next level of jealousy. We're going to talk about that. But he's effeminate and he has effeminate characteristics. That's hate. That's hate. Obviously, he's heard that for a long time. He's heard that for a long time, bro. I mean, he wasn't just he didn't just turn into that. He's probably had to counter that argument for a long time. And that's going to be the last. Uh, that's going to be the last straw that you're going to throw in there. Well, you're effeminate. Okay. You got nothing. <laughs> you're old. Oh, shit. Well, I'm glad you guys brought the good heavy artillery out. Yeah, you're a virgin. Like, how are you going to? I have children, you know. <laughs> so these are all things that people use, and it's just hate. When they see you on the rise, they're going to say you had to have bought them subscribers or something was lucky. You did something to do something like that. You have too many YouTube channels. Now, an open-minded person would criticize that and you would know why. It would be apparent by using that type of criticism as to why I have so many YouTube channels. Like, it's very apparent. I don't even know if I need to explain it because I'm not going to try to explain my way out of it. It's super apparent. But when you have nothing, it's just hate. It's just hate when you know why the person has it, because you're literally in the same business. You know why people have it. You have it. You have them. Everybody has them. With that being said, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's another one. He sold his soul to the devil. You're like, oh, Lord, that would be hate. He sold his soul to get all them subs. See, these are forms of hate. Or they know why you do something, but they'll act ignorant of it. Well, I don't know why you have 50, 11 YouTube channel. Well, you keep seeing each one getting demonetized. You keep helping them get demonetized. <laughs> it's kind of like when you make men in the inner city become criminals. Like the conditions that were created around black folks in the inner city kind of forced them into crime. And then you blame them for committing the crimes. I get it. You know what I mean? Like they shouldn't commit the crimes. They should have some common sense. They should have stable households. 
but civil rights acts, ninjas, black women voting Democrat, you know what I mean? Democrats themselves, Democratic cities tearing it up, no good family balance, you know, Margaret, Margaret Sanger, all the, con all the conditions are there for people to commit crimes. But then when they commit the crime, they'd be like, look at the criminals, you know, <laughs> like, well, it's obvious they're going to become criminals. <laughs> Same thing for me. They like do everything to hate on my channels, everything to bring it down, everything to compete. I still win. And they'd be like, well, look at him over there. He's got he's got multiple channels to try to beat to try to beat the fact that he keeps getting demonetized. That's not criticism. That would be hate. That would be going cheeky on the hate. <laughs> that would literally be hate because you know damn well what it is, but you're going to act like you don't. The next level of it, of hate, he's not that good. Him don't know what him talking about. This could be you. This could be to anybody. You're at your job. You work yourself up, get promoted. You're doing well in the job. Ninja's under you and everybody under you saying, you don't know what you're talking about. He ain't that good. He ain't funny. He, he's an idiot. He's leading you astray. Meanwhile, you winning. <laughs> like you sitting over there like. That's hate. That's hate. You see them winning. Everybody sees them winning. Your video gets ratioed. You see that they're supporting the win. They're getting behind the winner. Not only that, people around the world, and I, yeah, yeah, they see you winning too. And right when they're winning, here you come. He don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> You're sitting there like, guys, that's not criticism. That's hate. And recognize that it's hate. He doesn't know he's no good. He doesn't know what he's doing. What about this one? He can't get girls. He ain't got no game. Knowing damn well, like if you follow me on social media, you know that's not true. Like one search on social media would reveal that would not be true. You could go to Instagram. It would be apparent. I'm always, not always. There's times when I'm around women. I just don't showcase it, but you could see it. It's there. There's women there. And there's better woman looking women there than you know of. And then that comes another form of hate. Them women don't really like him. <laughs> Them young girls don't like him. They're using him for his money. Oh, boy. I mean, then the hate starts digging a hole. Hate starts digging a hole. And he never had girls, despite the fact that I was married. You know what I mean? It's those things. Another form of hate is announcing you're going to unsubscribe. You're watching the stream. Nobody's even acknowledging you. You're going to have a form of criticism that everybody's going to brush off. Nobody cares about your criticism. Well, I'm going to unsubscribe. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, nobody cares. Nobody even knew you were here. <laughs> See, those are the type of things you got to announce it. Nobody even knew you were here. You weren't a contributor. Like, it would be interesting if a contributor, I've been donating for three years to CGA. I'm going to unsubscribe. That would be significant. Like, the name that you normally hear me call out. Oh, you know what, coach? I'm not with you anymore. I'm unsubscribing. Okay, you know what I mean? That would make a difference. But yo punk ass don't even have 
a icon on your your screen name, but you are now trying to be critical and then also hating, but you're not hating. You just got to announce you're going to unsubscribe. <sighs> this is male jealousy. This is what men, this is what women do, but then men do it. It's sad. It's sad. That, that's a sad tactic because you don't have nothing. So now you got to announce that you're leaving. <laughs> that is a women's tactic. And what I'm doing now is saying this is a women's tactic. Let me give you a couple more and we'll do the super chats and then we'll get to jealousy. Pocket watching is hate. Pocket watching is hate. Now, Hafiz was pocket watching like a motherfucker. He was pocket watching. I know what all the YouTubers make. I know what you make per video. When you do this, you make more per video than if you do that. When Fresh and Fit does this and that do that, I they make more video. I talk to him about what you make. Pocket watch it. That is hate. I don't know how you sum it up. Now, if you have a channel, there's a brother that has a channel. Pocket watch it with JT, I believe it is. That's different. He's probably trying to educate some people. If people reveal the information, that's fine. He's doing this and he's making this amount of money. That would be hate. That's that's hate. That's female tendencies. Guys, if you see people doing this, chalk it up to hate and shade. There's no way to explain it. The only thing to explain it would be going to the criticism category. Then that's when you use terms like grifter. Which means nothing because all of us are grifting. All of us are selling something. All of us have sponsors. This is YouTube. It's not free. YouTube is not a free platform. Everybody that watches me to kind of uh, monitor what I do gets paid. Susan Wojcikowski gets paid. Everybody that works in the building at Google and YouTube gets paid. Their sponsors, they pay YouTube. And hopefully so they can get paid by revealing themselves as sponsors. There's YouTubers making $50 million a year. But here we go. Pocket watching ninjas are going to come into here, and this is the only area where you're not supposed to get any pay, despite the fact that you're putting your name, likeness, and image on display with controversial subject matter that could affect the future. Nope. Grifting. Now, this is a criticism, but it's more hate because they're seeing that you're looking at it. They're going, you're affecting my bottom line. It's just hate. Pocket watching's hate. Anytime you use the word grifter, that's going to be hate. It ain't going to be nothing that you're saying I'm criticizing. I've never seen one person use the word grifter and criticize someone. And then people went out there and say, yes, let's stop supporting that other person. That's the grifter. I've never seen it. It's normally people who never supported the grift to begin with. They never bought a book. They never bought... (laughs) They never bought a book. They never sent a super chat. They never, they clicked through all the ads. They put up ad blocker. (laughs) They never bought a t-shirt, a course. They never did anything on any content creator for 10 years. They've been here for 10 years. They never dropped a dime. And those guys will go in the grift video. And it's not just me. On any grifter, any accused grifter, They'll go in there. Yep. He's charging 50 cent per super chat and ain't sent in a half a dollar yet. Mm. Not one shekel, not one. In five to 10 years of watching Red Pill and MGTOW content, they ain't sent not one dime. Well, you shouldn't be making money off of men. 
So I'm supposed to sit here for six hours. <laughs> Again, the, the accused, the people who are accusing of grifters always got what? They always selling some sort of soap, cigarettes, vitamins, books, T-shirts. Those are the people that will accuse you of that would be hate. Because they are participating in the same thing. They're actually doing what they're accusing you of doing, which we're going to get into next about hate is projection. They're going to project everything it is about them. They're going to accuse you of it. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Somebody typing in all caps, get them. <laughs> Where are we at? But uh, anyway, then it goes into dissing, sneak dissing, which could go time. Sometimes criticism is found in sneak dissing, but all out dissing where you're on the thumbnail. If it's not in the criticism category, it's hate. If you're criticizing the message, that's one thing. Put them on the thumbnail, criticize the message. We're using Hafiz's on thumbnails. We're criticizing his message. We're not hating on him. We're saying his message is incomplete. We're being critical of him. If he puts me on my, if, I, if I'm on his thumbnail, it's going to be on hate because he cannot really articulate what his criticism is. Okay. So these are the things that we're going to talk about. Now, apply it to your life. If people are doing these things, they're doing these things, just know that they're in the spirit of hate. And the big difference between criticism and hate is going to be, are they trying to understand you or are they just trying to bring you down? If they're trying to accuse you of something that they do, are they being hypocritical? Are they being authentic? If they're being authentic, it goes into criticism. If they're criticizing your message, it goes into criticism. If they criticize your appearance, your, your demeanor, your looks, your age, what you're doing monetarily, watching pockets, how you're moving and operating, that's going to be hate and shade. That's what it is. And if it's happening to you, recognize it especially when it comes from men because it's dangerous when it comes to men these men will stop at nothing to take you down they'll stop at nothing they'll they'll also say things like well you do it too or they'll say something like or what about this or, or, uh, I'll, I'll give you an example somebody might say well joe biden's an idiot what they'll say is well trump is too are we talking about trump mm. <laughs> All right. Like, who was talking about Trump? But that's the only thing they can compare it to because the person's so bad. That, that dude, Biden's so bad that you can compare it to Trump, who is seen as so bad on from the other side. So they'll say, well, this dude's so bad. We'll compare what he's doing, and uh, they'll be just the worst, <laughs> the, the worst, uh, what do you call it? The worst of the two. Sad. Like, you're like, come on, bro. We wasn't even talking about that. Now, yeah, this guy could have been bad. But if you're measuring it, we're saying in real time, this person's bad. But just to throw Trump under the bus, we like Trump ain't even in the office right now. What are we talking about? No, 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 no. Keep it on. Keep, keep it on Biden. Keep it on Biden. He's horrible. <laughs> That's all it is. Why are you bringing that shit up? We're going to talk about bringing up the past too. the lesser of two evils. Yes. It's not a battle of the lesser of two evils. If it was, I actually see what we got. If we got the worst evil. Albert Wester on the super chat. Sorry, man, it's not running live. He says they slander, but just end up giving you publicity. We're going to talk about that when we get to the jealousy thing. 
Um, one of the things I don't buy back, I love it. Again, I love content creators that try to do the jealousy thing and it doesn't go off right. You know, you get ratioed. But all they are doing is making their audience aware of me. I've been knowing that a long time. This is why I'm like, I'm not giving the name. I'm not sending you to their channel. You can talk about it in the chat, but I'm not giving people free publicity in terms of, hey, they talked about me. So I'm going to talk about them. No, that's one of the worst things you could do. And by the way, these things going back and forth with the uh, disc videos, like I see content creators, they'll do two disc videos against each other, and it goes nowhere. It falls flat. Every now and then they'll be like, oh, this person got cooked. And then uh, what? A week later, they everybody's back making their content. <laughs> Nobody cares. The live video on the Notorious channel, for some reason, didn't connect. So I apologize. Shout out to G Money. A so-called friend showed me his jealousy, showed his jealousy to me. Sorry for my reading. A so-called friend showed his jealousy to me. As they say, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. As they say, sometimes you can be sleeping with the enemy. Sometimes they say, sometimes it's your own family. What people have to understand about hate is a lot of times you arm people with hate. You arm them with ammunition with hate, right? So they're close to you. They're watching your pockets. They're close to you and they see your lifestyle. They're close to you and you reveal secrets to them. And those people end up using those same things that you gave in confidentiality that you told them, hey, look out for me. They use those same things as hate against you. What you have to understand is why I don't keep people really close. I don't keep people really close in that aspect because I know that people in relationships, they generally don't last. They generally don't last. Again, I'm being a realistic. I'm being pragmatic here. I talk about male, female relationships not lasting. How long have you been cool with your homeboys? And how many of them have you been thick as thieves from day one, your day ones? How many? Count them up. <laughs> I've seen people in the manosphere that was cool, and then the next week they throwing this videos at each other. I know this. So I'm sitting here like, mm. in the manosphere, I'm cool with people, but I don't tell them shit. <laughs> I don't tell them my whole bunch of shit because I know. They have the power to spread shared secrets out to a lot of people in short amount of time. Huh? He says, well, homeboys, somebody ain't got no homeboys. <laughs> Tom Cripp says, he said, coach ain't a real coach and he doesn't even, and the other dude don't even use his real name, which is odd. You know, somebody had to tell them that I was literally a real coach. Like, I literally, my name was Coach Greg Adams even before I got it to Manosphere. And you can prove it because I can't even get access to that site. They bought that name a long time ago when I was coaching. Crazy. Um, so watch out for that. Oh, I got, uh, did I get Ryan? He says, love how you always stay the same. And I try to do that. You know, I do get a little big, big head and, you know, get on my Coachellini. But, you know, I'm not trying to be here to compete. Obviously, I've taken a couple people's spot. A couple people have recently abdicated their spot by revealing themselves and being jealous because they know the numbers don't mean nothing. I mean, the numbers are looking kind of sideways on their asses, you know. And they're like, dude, how do I explain how this dude came up? 
you know, they do everything they can to hop on everybody's channel and hop on panels and debate and use people and get their other people uh, uh, promoting their shit. And I stay over here and I'm still winning. How do you explain that? You got to explain that. And so when you explain that with hate, then you advocated your position and I took your spot. And I'm not even trying to look. I don't call myself the Godfathers. I, you know, a couple of people do that. I don't call myself the president. I don't call myself the king. I do call myself the king of content. But I'm in terms of the manosphere, I've taken the whole position of sharing. This is in my sphere. I didn't create this shit. I don't come out here and say, these are my talking points. Other content creators have said they created these talking points. I never say that. I've created some lingo. I've created some lingo. Definitely created some lingo. But I'm not trying to be the best in the sphere. I'm not trying to be the orbiter. I'm not trying to be the gatekeeper. Now, you notice the people that are always saying they're the gatekeeper end up being the most haters. You know what I mean? They, they're the biggest haters. <laughs> Somebody says, man, F the manosphere, coach, time to blaze your own trail. Sometimes you look at it and you're going, these are the men I'm defending. Now, shout out to everybody that's contributors and their supporters. We're not talking about you. We're talking about the men that we get associated with. And I'm not saying I ain't, I ain't leaving anything. I'm CGA. I don't hop on anybody's shit. Like, dude, these people be on Fresh and Fit every damn week getting their books pumped and they hold channel pump. And I'm still be beating them with shadow bands. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, this ain't me, bro. Like, I ain't trying to do it, but it is what it is. Nobody be pumping my shit out here. As a matter of fact, People use my shit and don't even give me credit. And you hear it, you'd be like, that's CGA. I don't be out here complaining, but my numbers still be growing. Why? Because I, I worry about what I'm doing over here. What men need to do, and let me educate you men. I don't care what age you are. What you need to do is worry about your own shit. That's what you need to do. Worry about your own damn shit. And if you are a failure, it will show. The only reason probably anybody paying attention to you is because your ass be all up in everybody's face all the time trying to ride jock and jock sniff. Stop jock sniffing and worry about your own shit. I worry about my own shit over here. I don't have people jumping on and off here. Now, if I'm in town, I'll jump on somebody's podcast. But at the end of the day, my work speaks for itself and I'll be still winning, getting attention. Everybody says they love me and all that shit. It's all good. Why? Because I, I worry about my own shit. I don't be jock sniffing. I don't be trying to get all up in the videos and all on the radios dancing. <laughs> See, that's the difference between you and men. I'm not trying to talk to them and change them. I'm trying to let you recognize this is how you get up. Don't watch them other people trying to sit around hating all day because they miserable. They watching me live the free agent lifestyle all in the front row at the Raiders game. Like this ninja. <laughs> All up in the videos, all up in everybody's podcast. Shit, man. I ain't trying to do all that. I let people come to me. Hey, man, come on, come on to my show. All right. <laughs> Shout out to you. Mr. K. Williams says being accused of steroids since the military. That's another form of hate. You ain't natural. You're in the fitness, the fitness brand industry. Oh, it's tough. It, the fitness industry is full of haters. Full. Fitness industry full of haters. And I've been in the fitness industry. Haters. Not many people you can trust in the fitness industry. I can, I would say rather almost none. 
almost almost no one you can trust. They be out there bitching and gossiping like women for sure. And they sitting up there ripped with muscles, looking all masculine, big ass beards, fighting like women on the internet. Crazy. Exposing people, talking about their TRTs and <laughs> it, it's sad. The fitness industry is, oh, it might be even worse than the manosphere's in terms of female uh male jealousy. I would probably say the fitness industry, yes, the male fitness industry is worse than the manosphere when it comes to male jealousy. It's horrible. It's horrible. And let's just get it straight. Most everybody's not natural, you know what I mean? But there's some dudes that are genetic freaks. And there's some dudes that are genetic freaks that ain't natty. But at the end of it, let's just say, if most people we know that are fitness professionals on Instagram, their fitness social media influence, they're on drugs. <laughs> anyway, they're on, you know what I mean? Like, let's just bury the hatchet. Stop trying to prove if you're natural or not. What's the point? Where's the super chat? It's on the Notorious CGA channel. Shout out to uh, Aware and Alert. Coach, you're going to ask for reparations from YouTube. Let me say this. There could be a time, and I don't know when. I don't know who's going to kick up this dust, who's willing to roll the dice. There could be a class action against YouTube at some point. I'll be with, I don't know who's going to do it. I'm not, and I ain't going to be the, I'm not suggesting it. But at some point, content creators go, go class action and it could get nasty. All right. And uh, all they have to do is have a whistleblower, somebody somewhere come up and acknowledge we intentionally held down views or we intentionally uh, prevented this person from becoming economically viable. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like child support. Once people get in there and figure out how to sue child support, it could be a class action case and it could be dangerous. So uh, anyway, anyway, I can see that in the future. <laughs> I can see that in the future. It's, it should be interesting. I don't know if they'll win, but I can see somebody throwing that up there. Like, a, like somebody like an Andrew Tate or something like that. Who knows? It, it's interesting. YouTube going to be like, hey, man, what you talking about? New, 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 new world order. We got Eugene Morgan, man. I wish I could co-host with you today. I could write a book on this subject. First rule I'll say is that it can be never fixed. It can never be fixed. He said, you can spend 30 years trying to amend with your jealous hater and your efforts will be futile. Jealousy will be taken to the grave. This is why you don't, you don't lock horns with a jealous male. A jealous male wants to see you finished. They don't care. And by any means to the point where even if they talk about you and they get ratio, they get, they get support or they don't get support for whatever they're trying to do against you. They'll go to the next level and escalate. It's dangerous. They'll do things and escalate it to the point where it'll put you, it'll make you vulnerable. Crazy. Uh, let's see here. Somebody just got sparked for what I said earlier. <laughs> but uh, with, with, with that being said, I can see that. All right, I got to get over to PayPal. Let me do a couple, and then I'll get back to the last one, Jealousy. We're an hour in. Uh, Chance says, you chewed Hafiz on everything but the God part of it, Coach. He says, don't lose faith, Coach. He said, you said one day. You said one day. Did I just give the Lord? 
there's no punctuation here, so I'm not sure. Did I just give the Lord the let me give myself the buzzer for that? Your ass want to wake up in the morning. Also, you should break down Kanye's interviews. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, no, I, you know, we'll talk about that. But I'm leaving Kanye alone. I don't want to do nothing breaking down Kanye's ass. <laughs> I'm leaving that alone. No government name. Shout out to you. All right, shout out to you. I actually got you earlier. Let me do one more on that one. Oh, Cali West, Miami. I skipped somebody. Cali West, Miami. 50 Cent loved his firstborn. He had him all up in the videos when he got famous. That's what happens when you're a single mother raised. I wouldn't be surprised if you know who is the reading rainbow community. Well, I'm not going to throw that out there. I'm not going to ride with that, but I know what you're saying. Oh, man, because you got to watch out for that, but that could be a male jealousy tactic. But yes, <laughs> yes, when 50 Cent did love his son, but then when he became a parent that his son is going to be manipulated by the mom, he had to go. He had to skedaddle. Okay. Jorge Zapata, evening coffee coach. I don't mind having beautiful girlfriends. I'm not the jealous type, but the moment you dare say something about what they wear to the gym is the moment you are controlling insecure, macho, blah, blah, blah. Bruh, you can't win. Yes, if I, again, when I deal with beautiful women, I have to deal with the fact that they're going to have to want to, they're going to want to show themselves. And I can't, that's nothing I can do. I can't put her in the moo-moo. So when you're doing that, let them go out there and let all that shit out, right? Uh, and I mean, and if you marry them, it's something different. You've invested in them, but especially if they're young, they're going to be out there want to show that ass. <laughs> That's it. All right, I got to come back to PayPal. Let me get into the jealousy part right here. So we got, just in case you're joining me late, hit the like button. We got first level is admiration and support. Sometimes your admirers will turn into haters. Watch closely. But I, everybody should appreciate the people who admire people, support people, and really understand what this is about. Okay, I ain't trying to be the king, kiss the ring, godfather, nothing. President, nothing. I've never claimed to be that. All I claim to be is the king of content and the Bruce Wayne of this ish. And there was a ninja in here trying to take that away. <laughs> this morning. You can't be Bruce Wayne. Yes, I am. <laughs> All right, shout out to, uh, oh, the next one would be criticism. Okay, you got admiration. Support, criticism, criticism is always fair as long as it doesn't go and leak into hate. Okay, criticism is fair as long as people are open-minded to actually hear what you're saying as opposed to say, so you're saying that's hate. So what you're saying is that would be hate. You already have uh, arrived at your conclusion. You're not trying to criticize to understand. You're just criticizing, okay? Most people don't even criticize. Most males don't criticize. Uh, the last one is, oh, the second to last is hate and shade. We talked about that. And then jealousy. Jealousy. I don't want no bad talk about me. All right, here we go. Jealousy. What are the characteristics of a jealous male? Here's the thing. Jealousy can lead to deadly consequences. Uh, the jealousy beef between uh, Tupac and Biggie, Death Row and, and Bad Boy, it led to the death of a lot of people. A lot of people died, lost their lives. That's jealousy. And there were two young black men that were at the top of their game, unfortunately, and it led to people getting deleted. Um, it, it led to people choosing allegiances, right? We have people in the manosphere that love content creators. They actually, we actually share audiences, but then there's this need to try to be jealous. And then they either get more people on their side or they actually 
make it so that, um, you know, they reveal who they are and they say, well, why are you doing this to this individual? You never want to be that. They see it's jealousy. They don't see it as criticism. But because you're lost in the sauce, you're lost in your own head. You can't really figure out if this is criticism or jealousy. You actually put it up there and keep it up there and get ratioed. Sad, sad to see. That's when a person is unhinged and they can become a danger. They don't only now not only a danger to you, they're a danger to their audience. They're a danger to the person they're jealous to. They're a danger to all the people who are supporters of them. And those people come and say, hey, uh, yeah, man, this ain't a good look. And they'll pop off on them. This is kind of what a feast is going through. And you're going to see other content creators go through this. They're actually unhinged. Like, who keeps a video up where you get ratio? You would be like, damn, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I learned from this. Especially if you're an old man and you can't learn from this and take that L. You can't take that L. <laughs> yeah, man, that shows you're unhinged and your audience is going to see it. And then you're going to abdicate the spot. I take your spot. It's like the coronation. It's like when the mafioso. It's like when John Gotti took out big Paul Castellano. And everybody knew. Nobody saw John Gotti and Sammy the Bull take out Paul Castellano. Nobody saw it, but everybody knew. They might not have said it. They, they, they didn't green light it. They said, you know, we like Big Paul, but you the man now. You see what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> now, if you hating and you jealous and you ain't nowhere near competitive to the person you're jealous about, it makes you look like a moron. Let me give you an example. In this game, we use measurements. We use measurements. We use subscribers and likes and followers and all of that stuff. People will say when they're losing that game, well, none of that matters. Well, we know it matters. We know it matters. Nobody's doing this to speak to no one. And if whoever you were jealous about didn't have any followers, you wouldn't have said a word. You wouldn't have said anything. Like if I had 10,000 subscribers, which was my dream subscribers when I actually started my YouTube channel, I was like, I want 10,000 subscribers. I thought I would have made it with 10,000 subscribers. Now, if I had 10,000 subscribers, nobody would say anything about me. That's when you know it matters. See, these people say it doesn't matter, but they're always attacking somebody up. They always come from below to above. When the big audience is had, then it's time to hate. And it's time for jealousy. But subscribers don't matter. Why? Because you don't have as many as the person you're hating on. See, the subscribers do matter. Never say it doesn't matter. It matters. The algorithm matters. The attention matters. Because if it didn't matter, you wouldn't have said shit. <laughs> you wouldn't have said nothing. But now that person's up there and you see them. You see them up there every day. Well, it matters. So now I'm going to be jealous about this individual. <laughs> um, so with jealousy, you're getting essentially caught from behind, right? Somebody's getting caught from behind and they stick their leg out. So they say this person's catching up in, in recognition. This person's catching up in subscribers. This person passed me in subscribers. Time to trip them. Yeah, man, you can't win. So that's the real on that one. They may say things like he's gay, he's broke. That is a big attack. That goes from attacking the person to 
actually trying to bring them down. Now I do use the I, uh, the person's broke. But we're talking about long format. Those are jealous type attacks. Especially when you can't prove it or you actually know opposite. They may do a long formatted video about you and they may frame it as exposing. I'm going to expose them. Or this person's a grifter. This per the reason why you shouldn't follow this person is X. This is jealousy. This goes from hate. This goes from envy. This goes from shade into full-blown jealousy. Because then the exposed video is not about the message. It's not about the message again. Now it's not about free agent lifestyle. It's not about red pill. It's not about MGTOW. It's not about passport. It's not about any of that anymore. It's about making this person look bad. That's envy. Yes, that's a deadly sin. It's jealousy. It's dangerous because the person didn't call for it. We made ourselves available for it, but we didn't say, expose me, please. I challenge anyone to expose me. Exposed videos always come from the jealous perspective. This is where the person lives. We do, he doesn't want you to know he lives there, but we're going to dox them. This is where he lives. This is what car he really drives. This is what his girlfriend looks like without makeup. This is his kid's name. This is it. It goes to various forms of doxing that has nothing to do with the channel or the message or the person. It's just that they cannot defeat you anymore. And now they got to resort to this. Now people are going to find it interesting. The information that they're going to tell you, they're going to find it interesting. Yes. And if there's something hidden that the content creator or the person didn't reveal that is pertinent, meaning they had a criminal background, then they can measure it up and go, well, well, you never exposed that. Maybe they did. Maybe you never heard they exposed that about themselves. Or maybe they wanted to hide it for various reasons that it would expose other people. But that comes from jealousy. They can uh, frame it as I'm trying to protect someone, but many of the things they're doing is straight up illegal. It's illegal to do what they're doing when they expose people in a certain way. Well, this is, is what he really makes, and this is what we dug into this, and he don't own that. You know what I mean? You're like, what does that have to do with the message? See, attack my message. Take the free agent lifestyle. Take the free agent lifestyle. And attack it. They can't. Take the fact that I've come up with a concept, build an audience on a certain philosophy. Attack that. Can't. Then it goes into hate, shade, jealousy, and envy. Another one would be bringing up shit from the past. It could be past something he did three years ago. It could be something the person did 10 years ago. Oh, he used to be a nurse. And when he was a nurse, he didn't do X, Y, and Z. When he was a nurse, he got fired from his job. Uh, there was a lawsuit. Somebody sued him for what in the hell? <laughs> what does that have to do with the content? Somebody says, I don't know, coach. Exposing imposters is jealousy, isn't jealousy. But other than that, I see what you mean. Yeah, well, listen, imposters, there's nothing that I'm impostering, right? There's nothing that I'm impostering. It is what it is. Now, everything isn't meant for you to have or everything isn't meant for you to know to protect other people. People don't think about that when they expose. All they're hell-bent on is exposing something and they're putting other people in danger.
They're talking about people that wasn't even part of the problem and they get drug into it. That is dangerous. That's jealousy. People have been trying to do this. People have been doing this recently. Uh, when Kevin died, let's just use Kevin as an example. When Kevin died, rest his soul. Then he had a couple of women come out and said they was that they're the daughters of Kevin Samuels and blah blah blah. He's a deadbeat. People have been digging up Kevin Samuels' records. They dig up his child support, his degree. Now some of those things he lied about, and he should be called out about it. But some of those things had nothing to do with what he was saying. See, they couldn't attack the message. They couldn't attack his numbers. So let's attack something in his past where he struggled. I don't believe Kevin Samuels was saying he was rich. He said he was a high value man and he could have faded, faked it till he made it, made it. But then there was videos that showed him living in a living in a boarding house. Yeah, that doesn't look like you were a high value man at that particular point, but he did become one. You see what I mean? That to me is like, okay, like, you know, this makes for interesting content. I don't know why I needed to know it. Kind of feel dirty looking at it. Is it a little funny? Did I get a sniggle out of it? Maybe. <laughs> you know, it's like. But again, that was a failure on his part. He was failing in life. And all of us have failed at life. I don't think he was hiding that. I'm not sure. For me, let's just bring it back for me. I don't think I hid that. I don't think I hid that from you guys. Yep, I lived in a truck. I lived in, I, I was down bad. Most of it was related to my divorce and post-life. It was bad. Now, people will say that's a grift. You know, these, these people always have a grift. They always down bad and they came back up and they made something from nothing. Now, people are going to turn that into I'm grifting. Sometimes you can't win. You can't win. But it is just a form of jealousy. What about snitching? Snitching. Snitching is definitely going to be on the jealousy side. Now, not in all cases, you could be snitching to protect someone. Most of the time when people expose is not to protect anybody. It's not to protect the audience. It could be like, okay, he says he has three cars, but they're all in his mama's name. What the hell is that? <laughs> it's smart to put them in my mama's name. Not saying that I do that, but what I'm saying is that would be a smart move. Because, yes, he's been divorced. Yep, he don't own nothing. Why he don't own nothing? He's saying he make all this money. He say he living a free agent lifestyle. He say he money mindset. He say he blue chip mindset. But his house and his car is in his mama's name. Well, that would be smart. But that would be an exposed video. You see what I mean? That would be come from the jealous perspective. Because you would know why I would do something like that if I did something like that. Do you see what I mean? You would know why I would do something like that. But then somebody would take it out of context. Don't try to understand. No, we don't want to understand. We don't want to hear any excuses. No, 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 no. You see what I mean? That would be hate. <laughs> that would be snitching. And that would be for you to get a one up. And many content creators got all these exposed pages, but they're the content creator. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, by the way, Puff Daddy has been exposed. Sean Combs has been exposed that most of his business dealings was in his mama's name. It would make sense. That makes sense. Now you're not the target anymore. Now you can only say you make $100,000 a year while your mama over there with the money on the books. 
now if you get arrested or you got a lawsuit against you, which you're going to have a lot of lawsuits against you, it will be good that you can't be sued or whatever you're getting sued about. You don't got the money in the bank. If you got 25 million in the bank, yep, you're going to get sued. Okay, it makes sense. If you're getting divorced and married and divorced and married and divorced, if you got multiple women that could potentially meet to you, you ain't, you don't own shit. It's all in my mama's name. She the business person. You see what I mean? But people will say, ah, nah, 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 you really broke and you live with your mama and <laughs> that would come out of jealousy. Nope, you really live with your mama and your mama's on the, on the home mortgage and she's on the title. Ninjas will dig up the title, find your mama on it and act like they don't know why you're on it. <laughs> that, that's out of jealousy. Right now, dudes are trying to find out who my mama is. You can't sue my mama. Look, if you're Puff Daddy, you can't sue Puff Daddy's mama. You can't boot sue, sue Puff Daddy's mama for a sexual assault. You can't sue him for shooting up the club. You can't sue the mom if he goes and does something reckless and they sue him. Kanye West says he only has $130 million in the bank. Everybody's going nuts. He revealed it. Everybody said, oh, he's not a billionaire. Well, yes, he is. But he probably has it in other people's name. He has it in assets. He doesn't have it liquid. He only has a certain amount liquid, and he's probably going to blow through it. Do you see what I mean? Now, the danger part of this is if that doesn't work, if they take all of those things, if they go from criticism to hate the shade to jealousy, if it doesn't work and they're out of their mind and they're hell-bent on destroying you, like sometimes this could be women. This is a feminine trait. What they then go into is threatening. They then threaten you. And then they then threaten your safety or the safety of others that are related to you. Then they start threatening you. They start threatening to take you down. They start threatening to report you. They start threatening to snitch on you. They start threatening to harm you. They start threatening. To... Then they start threatening. This is the trait of male jealousy that you have to look out for. This is the danger. They'll, they'll threaten to take down the whole manosphere. I'm going to take the whole manosphere down, brick by brick. Jealousy. They'll threaten your finances. They'll threaten to show up at your door. When they get to the threat part, they have now crossed the line. When they start wanting to harm your pockets, they're now crossing the line. When they send people or when they create a profile, a fake profile, and they go and threaten you in there in the comment section, they're unhinged. They're officially unhinged. Male jealousy turning the threats is the pit of effemininity, effeminate behavior. Effemininity, yes. Somebody says, I sent you a PayPal. I got it. And the last level is death by simp. Somebody gets taken out. Somebody got to go. This is the full length of jealousy, male jealousy. Then they take, some, then they take you out. They eliminate you. They, they, um, there's, they conspire against you. They might tell other people not to associate with you. They behind the scenes trying to take you down, unplug your shit. They try to literally delete you. That is the peak. That's how, that's how fast. And guys, it could go from zero to 60 that fast with men because they black out. They black out. They don't know what they're doing anymore, especially they're unhinged. And when you see the evidence of being unhinged, meaning they put a video out on you and it gets ratioed and you keep it up, 
<laughs> Despite the fact that your friends are going, uh, your friends trying to talk to you. Uh, yeah, bro. Uh, that's a bad look. And you say, man, forget about it. I'm riding with it. That person's now a threat to you. They're dangerous. They're dangerous. And they'll do anything at that point. They're unhinged. They snapped. They snapped. And I want you to recognize these situations. The person snapped. And if you're still a supporter of them, you got to know that they snapped. You might want to talk them off the ledge. Like, oh, bro, like, uh, you ever do that? You have somebody. You have somebody that's going crazy. Your friend, you like, man, sit down, bro. Like, oh, uh, you know, uh, I just want to tell you, man, like, uh, you've been acting funny. <laughs> like, yeah, you good? Yeah, man, I'm good. You can see it in their eyes. Bro, you're not really good. Like, perhaps, like, you know, you can forget about this kind of. No, nah, man, you know, I mean, I'm on my mission. I got to take them down. Male jealousy is super dangerous. This is the most dangerous thing you will ever know of. Because it's not a common trait that they deal with on a daily basis. Women deal with jealousy every day. And they it goes unchecked. So the point is they are naturally going to be jealous. They see their friend. Hey, girl. Ooh, you look like you done lost some weight. Uh-huh. Girl, go on and get it with your bad self. That ass looking so good. Them titties sitting all high. Ooh, girl, you a 10. That girl leave. I can't stand that bitch. <laughs> I can't stand her and her whole ass husband. I can't stand her and any damn thing. She, bruh, they deal with that on a daily basis. They lie to their friends. Oh, you so sweet. You just so pure. I don't know why you're single. You're magnificent. You're a wonderful creature. Any man would be lucky to have you. You're wonderful. And then they sleeping with the men that like, they do this on a daily basis. You, on the other hand, gentlemen, we don't deal with this on a daily basis. So by the time we encroach from hate to jealousy, we've now been unhinged. And if we don't accomplish what we want to accomplish by telling people, now we got to take the other person out. <laughs> I got to get that ninja. He's still getting me in the numbers. He's still beating me. Everybody's still supporting him. What do I do? I done tried everything. Now I got to find him where he is. See, that's a jealousy. That, that's a dangerous trait. When men have this, somebody needs to talk their ass down. They blood be boiling. It's a dangerous trait. When you see it in your friendship, when you see it at work, backstabbing, when you see it, you know they're <laughs> effeminate. What's the solution? DTA. DTA. See, DTA have saved my ass, especially in this sphere. I've been here for four years. I've associated with almost everybody, especially the people who were before me. Not so many people that have come behind me. DTA. Now, these people have been cool with me and acted like they all chummy chummy and rubbing elbows. But they also have allegiances to some of your haters and your jealous people. And I've been very careful not to share shit with anybody in this sphere. Don't share shit with nobody. Because you don't know who's cool with everybody. Yeah, they cool with you, but they also got a hater for a friend. And then that friend hates your ass from a distance. And they like, what'd he say? What's CGA doing? Where he live? What he at? What's his address? Fuck all that. DTA. Put, put DTA in the chat. <laughs> yeah, I associate with people who, are, who got hate. Some of my biggest haters, I got friends they cool with. 
They be on their show all the time. Yeah, I ain't giving them shit. I ain't telling them nothing. That's how you do it. That's the solution. That's how you prevent male jealousy. Keep your mouth shut. Keep your damn mouth shut. DTA. <laughs> and you let everybody know. DTA. That's how I operate. DTA. You cool with me? I'm cool with you? Yep, but I see you cool with a hater-ass ninja. DTA. You you understand, right? DTA. <laughs> you understand, right? I can't tell you shit because you over here rolling with this fool. DTA. We cool and all, but we cool from a distance. What's up? Peace, peace, and that's it, motherfucker. Peace and chicken grease. DTA. Keep your information, whatever information you don't want out there, keep that shit to yourself and make them work for it. Don't tell people you cool with because they're going to go and tell another person. And if they don't intend to tell, it might slip out or they might pay somebody to get the information out of them. DTA. <laughs> anyway, shout out to JC. Coach is fire tonight. Your content rescued me for an emotional disaster, and I'm grateful. But now the barbarians are at the gate in my tiny little shorts. Shout out to my tiny short brothers out here. <laughs> All right. Anyway, shout out to you brothers out here. Let's get uh, all the PayPal's. I need to hey uh, hang up with y'all brothers right here. PayPal brothers. Some people sending PayPal's. They don't know how to use it and whatnot. Let's see if I get y'all. Uh, did I get Cali West? We're going to go with Maryland guy doubling up. Maryland guy says, what's up, coach? I know you deal. I know you dealt with this with the Porsche. Don't you hate when you park away from other cars because you have a nice car and there's 5011 parking spaces open and someone parks right up next to you yep and people do people uh and when i'm at the stoplight they'll get all close to my car <laughs> like what the f like why are you getting all close to you know you can't afford to hit this car um you know most of the things uh you do when you get a car like that you got a valet park because ninjas will come up get next to your car scrape it you know not just ninjas i'm talking about people people will do it it's just a part of it. Uh, when I when I got the Porsche here and I was like, I'm going to use it to make content. I put out two videos and then people who were supporters turned to haters. I was like, oh, hell no. He got a Porsche. Okay, we get it. You got a Porsche. Stop putting it in videos. Now, what kind of moronic idea is that to not put the car in a video? That would be dumb because I actually have it. I have the ability to use it as a professional character in my content because this is a business that I'm grifting, it's going to be in the content. <laughs> like, that would be dumb for me to have it and not use it. I actually got 30,000 followers on Instagram overnight for one video. I couldn't believe it. One video with a Porsche, it went viral, 30,000 followers overnight. I was looking like, what's going on? Then another video went viral and it got 50,000 uh, followers from two videos. Come on. <laughs> but then they say you keep putting it on there and you're 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 um, I guess bragging or something like that. No, I told you what I'm going to use it for. Uh but uh yeah, people do that stuff. That's that's coming from jealousy or it's coming from hate. I get it, man. Not everybody has it and I've kind of taken it for granted at this point and used it more as a character. But I get it. Someday I won't have it and do some. Oh, there was a content creator was like, he going to get his Porsche repossessed. Like, why would you? That's straight up 
jealousy. <laughs> to say that, that would be jealousy. Like, that's not coming from we need to protect men and protect the manosphere. He's a grifter. We need to expose him. Anybody that says something like that, and that was a guy that I previously respected. When I revealed that my channel got demonetized, that person was on video. I hope he gets his portion. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. Exactly. They don't know Jorge C. I'm like, and remember I said that. I was like, yeah, but it's not going to happen. I don't have to worry about that. That That's in the past. Like, that's been taken care of. So these are the type of things that you have to understand. That has nothing to do with criticism. None of my message. If you're critical of the message, that's fine. But why would you want that for someone? I don't say, I hope you get divorced, men. I don't say, men, I hope when you get married, I hope you get divorced. Not even to Hafiz. I didn't even say to Hafiz. When you get divorced, you're going to regret it. I didn't even say that. I just sat there and was like, okay, enjoy your marriage. You see? That's the difference. If a person says, I don't believe you, coach, I'm going to get married, and they get married, I say, okay, have a good time. I actually say to the people who watch me that are married, I hope your marriage lasts. That's I'm not trying to hate on y'all. Maryland guy says, speaking of height and male jealousy, have you ever been out at the bar of the club with your girl and a taller, bigger dude but try to hit on your girl right in front of you because you're short and they see you as an easy target at five foot seven? This is something that I've dealt with in the past. I wouldn't say that. No, I've never experienced that, but I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I've dealt with cock blocking. Like, say, for instance, I'm going into uh, talk to a girl and a taller guy. I'm like, yeah, 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 you know, that type of thing. But yeah, I've dealt with that. I've been dealt with somebody that would be taller and bigger. Just use that as a means to be like, oh, get away. I've never had that. So, but I know what you mean. I kind of understand what you're talking about, but that's just the dynamics. Um, a lot of people, again, I, the, 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 the height thing is a weird thing to attack because obviously the person's been that height all his life. You know what I mean? Like for people to use that, well, he's sure. Okay. I know people are surprised. They see me. <laughs> they see me. They're like, oh, we thought you were bigger. I've never tried to hide that. It's not like I was like, I'm six foot tall. <laughs> and then you saw me in person and was like, yo. <laughs> like he ain't six foot tall. But a lot of guys use that as a means to try to bring you down, which is a shame. It's a hateful tactic. It's almost to, to the point of jealousy because they need. Remember when I told you this? People that see you have a deficiency or a handicap have to explain why you're beating them. Let me say that again. When you have a deficiency or a handicap, somebody that isn't as good as you have to explain somehow in their mind, rationalize why you're losing, and they have to work on that to try to bring you down. Oh, shit. Why am I losing to this black, burnt chocolate chip, uh, milk dud, head ass, old ninja, old head ass, greer beard ass, shiny skin ass, <laughs> little short neck. Little neck. When they go there, you they lost. There's nothing. There's ashy, ashy elbow, ashy knuckle. Guys, when they go there, they've officially lost. There's nothing you need to address. They've lost the competition. They've lost whatever they were debating. They are lost. They do that's an L. 
<laughs> You've officially lost anything. You can't come back from that. Just hold that L. Because again, you haven't <laughs> you haven't dismissed anything that I'm talking about. You haven't produced a receipt. I say, okay, where's your receipts? Let me see all the hoes you win. Let me see how you win it. Oh, you got nothing. Well, you short. They're like, okay. <laughs> you actually let them punch themselves in the face. They gone. When they go to the physical, I'm going to start dissing you physically. Now, if we play in the dozens, that's not a loss. We winning, right? We in it. Oh, okay, we talking shit on each other. Okay, cool. All right, but I'd rather do it in per per person. <laughs> but the minute you use that as a me, you lost. You short neck, big trap having, hairy knuckle. Yeah, you lost. Like you, okay, we having fun now. We just roasting each other. We roasting. Okay, I got it. But there's nothing you could do. You've lost the competition. <laughs> but uh, as a man you know that and so when you hear that from another man that's male jealousy or it's hating you just dismiss it you're like okay you ain't got nothing else do you because the numbers still don't move ad austin i've heard parents and relatives give stds to their kids on purpose the hate is real yeah i've never heard that before um i've never heard that before wow the jimmy ztt we got three more, and then we'll move on. He says, I'm up subscribing because one time you wouldn't read my 10-paragraph $1 super chat. Shout out to the coach game. Yeah, I heard. I see those a lot. I read all the super chats. I read all the PayPals, but some of them be like 20 cents. I'll be like, I ain't reading that shit today. <laughs> and then they be trying to diss or like, or it'd be a long-ass paragraph. Shout out to Red Pill Conduct. He says, I miss CGA's birthday. Happy birthday. He's, but by the way, you donate what you want. I'm just saying. I'm not telling you what to do. And I read all super chats. He says, um, I miss CGA's uh, birthday. Happy birthday. Keep doing your thing. Pause. He says, they hate on people that they see as a threat. Keep up the amazing work. Because of you, I started my channel in the first place. You are a mentor to a lot of people. F those haters. Yep, and I'm here to tell you I don't worry about them until they get to the point of danger. A desperate danger, a desperate man, a desperate jealous man is dangerous to me, and I'm just then try to alert people. That person's dangerous. They're unhinged now, and I'm concerned because now if they if that doesn't stop them, if that doesn't stop them, the only level next is threat, then possible death or expose. Because if they don't get over on what they tried to do when they were jealous, then they have nothing left. The only thing left is to tuck tail and retreat or apologize. The next thing is you got to you got to you got to apologize to that person. You know what? I was off base or at least apologize to your audience. Go apologize to your audience. You know what? Yeah, man, that was bad. That was a bad look. I got beside myself. If they don't apologize, the next level is threat. And that's when I say, yep, you're on notice. You're on notice. Now you got nothing left now because <laughs> now you want to see me and it's going to be on and popping. Or you're going to send somebody my way. You see what I'm talking about? But that's what you need to recognize too in your own stuff, in your own life. When people do that, you'd be like, okay, they gone now. Like if you look, man, 
You're like, boy, you got completely ratio. Nobody supported that argument. No? No apology to your audience? You don't have to apologize to me. You should, but you don't have to. Like, you're dead wrong. And everybody supports you, said you were dead wrong. But now, they don't apologize to their audience. They don't apologize to you. Yep. They're unhinged. Yep. They gone, and you should recognize that as a person who supports them. You can be like, you, you need some help, bro. <laughs> you like, you need some help. Where are we at? Shout out to Alan or Alan V says CGA. Thank you, sir, for your PayPal. Peruvian heat coach. Unfortunately, a lot of men wear tampons specifically or wait. Uh, he says, coach, unfortunately, a lot of men wear tampons, especially in the red pill space. You're the realest. I've been following you since 2018. Hit me with the yo rent is due. Yo rent's due, motherfucker. Intern, he says, uh, initial CG or initial GC, your content helped me get through dumping my ex. She had the black woman starter pack, bad attitude, should have ended it sooner. Now I see why my older brothers mess with Kaylee's only. Shout out to you. Love the 992. Appreciate you, boy. You're very knowledgeable. Yes, indeed. Thank you, brother. And we help men around here. I love those stories. And again, I love the admiration and the support, all of that stuff. We got a couple more. Shout out to Lyle Pocket said, hey, big head. Yes, indeed. We introduced that. Shout out to uh, shout out to Russell. He says, uh, Link, he says, been a while, still shuffling. Yes, I am. I shuffles over here all the time. Shout out to Link. Nevertheless, as RT is disappointing. I think the sphere should be disappointed by what happened. And I'm just not saying this because it was me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't look at it like you shouldn't be defending me. That was mad disappointing. You know what I mean? Like, damn, son. Like, you really missed that. Shout out to Craig. Says, uh, Coach, they hate when they are not or cannot be. We definitely know that. And hate is okay when you cannot or you can't be. Absolutely. Go ahead. But then when you become a jealous-ass male, bruh, and hate and jealousy, you can go there from zero to 60. A jealous, a hateful man will become jealous overnight. And then they will go to the next level of snitching and threatening and then damn near trying to dox and then damn near trying to death by simp looking for your ass when it doesn't work. See, a dangerous man is a guy who tries to hate and it doesn't work. You ever be that dude, y'all snapping, y'all doing the dozens, y'all bagging, y'all cracking on each other. And um, every time they snap on you, nobody laughs. And then you snap on them back. It kind of happened to DJ Academics. I didn't do a video on this. But there's a funny clip of when DJ Academics was trying to snap at the deep voice Brazilian girl. DJ Academics was snapping at the Brazilian girl. Now, he tried to say, why you got a deep ass voice? He, you saw it happen. And then the Brazilian girl was like unfazed. She actually held masculine frame. And he was, she was like, well, I don't, dudes like my deep ass voice. And he tried to snap back. Nothing. She didn't have nothing. She didn't fall for it. She kind of just let it hit like, okay, yeah, well, whatever, whatever. And she snapped back at him and everybody's like, oh, now at that point, the hate went to jealousy. The hate then escalated that fast because then when they said, oh, he was like, he was like, <laughs> right. And she deflected. She was like, but, 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 and then immediately, he went into rage. 
He went into now it's time to threaten you. It's time to dox you. It's time to now he went to the next level because he got played. That's what happens when you snap. Nobody laughing at your shit. Then everybody laughing at you. Now it's time to, oh, you laughing at me? Now he starts snapping over here. Now you start snapping over here. Then you go to your trunk. Then you get the jammy. Then you come back. Y'all didn't just want to talk. When you started it, you started it. You started it. Now it don't work. And now you snapped. Same thing with Afis. Afis tried to snap, snap. And then he was like, okay, I tried to snap on CGA. It didn't work. Let me go hit up Pearly things. Let me go snap on Pearly. <laughs> Should have took that L because now when you went to go snap on Pearly, it didn't work. Now you quiet as a church mouth pissing on cotton. Now you licking your wounds like a dog. You like <laughs> planning. Next time I get these ninjas. Next time I'm going to get these ninjas when I get them. I tried to get them with logic. I tried to argue them. <laughs> now you're licking your damn wounds, and now you're going to have to shoot somebody. Now you're going to come in with the jammy. Now you're going to be a threat. Now you're going to be a danger. You're unhinged. I hope his wife is petting Hafiz's head like it'll be all right. You know, you just went off. You know, you wasn't right. I've been telling you he wasn't right, but you wasn't listening. What you mean I ain't right? Now he beating up his wife. <laughs> now he's snapping on his wife. And I should have had a prenup like CGA said. See, this is a feminine energy. And if you feel like you're a person that I'm describing, you need to check yourself. Check your damn self. If you get to the hate and jealousy in 60 seconds and then start to threatening people, that means you ain't got nothing, man. Just move on with life. There's too much life to live out here. Why throw your life away? Too much damn life to live out here. And y'all out here being hateful ass, effeminate male. And is that a hateful way, hate, hateful thing to say? Because I'm describing kind of women in the context of, you know, they be acting, acting weird out here. But they're used to it. They're used to this type of behavior. It's juvenile. It's high school. And everybody can see through it. Never think that I don't create content. I can only talk about women. We can guide men in various different ways. And of course, this isn't even a popular stream. Nobody's here checking for this today because I'm not talking about celebrities and women. But this is a very vital stream for men. When you see your content creators held in high esteem, doing jealous shit, you got to go over there and be like, you know, bro, I admire you. First stage. I support you. You tried to criticize CGA, but it just came off as pure hate and shade. And I'm worried that your jealous ass is going to flip out. Yeah. <laughs> and then apply these to all areas of your life. When you see them escalating this way, you saw people take shots at you a couple times, right? Yeah, I saw you. You criticized me the other time. I saw that shit. It didn't work. Now you didn't escalate it to hate and shade. Now you didn't went to jealousy. All right, now I got to disassociate from your ass. <laughs> now I got to call the police on your ass and say, this bitch ninja. All right, man, look, I appreciate all the support. Let's go. Hey, who's winning the football game? Who's winning the football game? Hafiz's wife watching CGA. Oh, now we getting, oh boy, I don't know, man. <laughs> Uh, somebody said, who are you? Wait a minute. Who are you? 
All right. The Bears are winning. Good Lord. All right, man. Shout out to the 24-17. All right. All right. I said Patriots are going to win. Now I'm struggling. All right. All right. Now I'm shuffling. Let's shuffle out of here, brothers. And we'll be back tomorrow, man, with some more gossip and celebrity news. Shout out to the coach gang. We out of here. Peace. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man.